Welcome to the Scuff Podcast, where we talk about U.S. soccer. BJ Callahan and the boys beat Canada last night, thank goodness, on penalties after a match that started slow and stayed that way, but then gradually built into a night of excellent entertainment. How are y'all? Vince, Walkie, Greg? Doing great. I'm loving the uh, Gold Cup format that plays all these games uh, in a way that we get to recap them on the Monday review. <laughs> that is pretty sweet. That is pretty sweet. But yeah, yeah, yeah I'm doing I'm doing great. I'm doing great. You know, I got I got I don't think I've mentioned this on here. I got tickets, flights for the Gold Cup final. Yes. So, uh, you know, it, it was a little a little Bold. bit of squeaky Bold. bum time. Yeah. <laughs> Pins and needles. <laughs> I mean, at, like at the end of the day, I was going to I'm, I'm going anyway. Because uh, my best friend lives in Santa Barbara, so uh, we were going to go down see see him, see his wife, everybody. But uh, yeah, it 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 would be a lot more enjoyable of a trip if I got to see I got to see the U.S. in the Gold Cup final. Also, are you going to the semifinal on Wednesday too? No, or just the final? Okay, just the final, just the final. Waki, how's everything? I'm just so relieved we didn't lose to Canada. It would have been a dark day reading and listening to John Herdman quotes. The whole week would have been tough. Now, it's going to be a great week. It's going to be... An, yes. It, I, I, it wasn't pretty. Nope. And it wasn't that much fun to watch for most of it. <laughs> but we got her across the line. And it, it turned out to be a lot of fun to watch in the end stages. It was a great, chaotic uh, night of soccer towards the end there. So, one thing we have to deal with is, um, you know, how do we talk to our friends about this Gold Cup? And before we get into the timeline and the yeah. lineups and everything, uh, Dan Elias on the Discord, he asked this, and I think it's worth reading the whole question. He said, I'm wondering if anyone can relate to this. Have some friends who are new but still largely casual fans. I didn't tell them about this tournament. I didn't really want them to watch. One of them texts our group, our group chat tonight. Who are these dudes? Where are Pulisic and Reyna? Another one responds, yeah, these dudes suck. WTF. I tell them that they're mostly third stringers vying for first team minutes and the response was oh i'm gonna turn this off then when do the good players play next that's fantastic now that you gotta you gotta embrace the uh if you're gonna if you're gonna watch this you gotta embrace like the whole lovable band of misfits fighting to save the community center angle that we have going on here like you just have to you just have to enjoy that these are that these guys sort of are here because they want a contest and they get to represent the u.s and try to win a trophy <laughs> against against what uh, against all these other teams in the country. Is that a little bit uh, harsh? Yes, but but that's sort of the the mentality I'm taking with this group. It's a, it's a tough thing to have to explain to friends and family, though. <laughs> right, it takes a it, Th- that's it, the it point. requires a huge wind up. You have to give them a bunch of background. They're not really gonna. They have no interest in. They don't really want to take it on board. And you mm-hmm. just start getting self conscious as you're trying to explain it to them. Right. I avoid it. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not saying that's the right thing to do. But I avoid it. I do the same. I I say, you don't, no, don't, you don't have to watch it. Yeah. Actually, don't watch it. Right. As a matter of fact, when, when bro says, oh, I'm going to turn this off then, uh, when do the good players play next? I'm going to tell them when the good players play next. And then, uh, we just go, we just going to keep it moving. We just going to keep it moving (laughs) because, uh, yeah, like Waki said, it's just way too much to explain. It'd be different if you could point out the entire 11 and be like, like, like if, if, if they were all prospects, then you could kind of explain it. But but it, it, when you get into Julian Gressel's story, and 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 trying to and trying to explain that backstory, 
it's 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 just too much it's just too much uh you, you know bells you, you got some traction off the uh pirates of the uh the, the pirate of the caribbean thing with your what, what was it your your dad yeah yeah said? yeah he loved that yeah with your, with your dad which if the person is there down to watch the game with you then then yes uh but by all means go ahead and and get into your, your backstory the explanations the the lore all of that but if 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 somebody's already inclined to be like yo where's pulley where's geo like i'm i'm not watching these bums then 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 don't just 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 leave it alone leave it alone we'll catch you know that reminds me we i should plug our dave sarakin interview which we dropped last friday i guess um i thought it was a really good conversation he was he was very open and kind and um we talked for a long time me greg and him but um, I was a little surprised he didn't bite on the my question about the Gold Cup and whether we should send an A team to it. He he was very um, what a guy. He was very like, yeah, we should. We these guys need a rest, which um, surprised me a little bit. Yeah, because uh, as my friends are still mad that we don't have our A team at the Gold Cup. <laughs> I got I got a couple friends in Chattanooga who just can't understand it, and like no matter what I say, they're like, this is this is ridiculous. Every other national team brings. They're 18 when they play. I mean, Canada didn't, right? So, right. <laughs> no, I, I mean, it, it is a lot to explain. I, I still think, I still want to push back and say, you guys, you got to sell it. You got to just say, have you seen the two, 2004 motion picture Dodgeball? Because that's what you're watching right here. You just have to, and, and, and with the way that the game ended last night, like you could, I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of those uh, antics during that game that felt like they were written in by, by some actual screenwriters. <laughs> right so 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 that that that's actually a good point that's actually a good point because i mean but but that requires like at least like secondary or tertiary like like football knowledge you know what i'm saying like because if if they are like truly casuals just get into this thing they're not gonna understand the art of the shit house they're, they're not even gonna really understand cockcalf like maybe they watch the nation's league uh they, they probably did but like they 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 don't understand the fact that entertaining shenanigans are going to happen and, and and probably even more so as the talent level goes down you know what i'm saying we're <laughs> operating with a pulley system you know as as the talent goes down the shit house and the and the just pure uh b yeah i, I was going to say bs but i just said shit house but so the pure bullshit is it, just is just going to rise up and uh you know at like as Waki said um but yesterday on Twitter, like like when the when the assistant referee had to go off in the first minute, we 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 should have known that a, a classic was on the way. It's on. It was on right at that moment. <laughs> it took a while to really kick into gear, but mm-hmm. it, was, it was inevitable. Yeah, we had a fight in the tunnel. I think at halftime. Um, oh, I thought yeah, it was. We'll I thought it was at the we'll end of the game. Well, there's some de- some de- debate about that. Okay. Okay. Well, if it's if it's at halftime, that makes it even better. Shoving and stuff at the end of the first half, so right, it would right. make sense for it to carry over. Right. Yeah, they definitely had the thing on the field. So let's do the lineups. Um, Matt Turner in goal, American hero. Uh, Brian Reynolds, Miles Robinson, Jalen Neal, and Dewan Jones across the back line. Um, can't say I disagreed with any of that. Sands at the six. Busio and Mihailovic were the um, were the eights, and then Sendejas. Ferreira and Gressel across the front line. Um, it, it was actually Sendejas on the left side and Gressel on the right side. Gressel? 
Anybody surprised that he started the game? I talked about it in our last recap, right? Like, may as well just start Gressel. He'll, he'll, uh, he's not going to give you a lot, but he, I feel like he gives you the one thing that he gives you. And he had a couple of, had a couple of those moments where he, he served the ball up to guys in dangerous spots, and you're like, that's why he's in there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm for it. Okay. Sure. I, 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 so I was mostly entertained just by watching Julian Gressel press. Um, well, like watching watching Julian Gressel on all out sprint is uh, must see TV. Uh, like, which is another thing, you know. It's just it's these it's these uh, details in between the in between the lines. You know, what I'm saying that that the casuals just can't can't quite tease out can't quite tease out um, that that you know provide the entertainment. But yeah, well, watching Julian Gressel run. You, you enjoyed watching him press. I enjoyed watching him receive the ball in the pocket and then not be able to do anything with it. Yeah. Like three, four times. Just couldn't turn around fast enough with the ball. Yeah, I, I, like I was watching, uh, uh, well, uh, on, on Twitter, I think it was Rob Usery that said like that he would enjoy watching uh, Julian Gressel like serve up balls or, like Tim Wea, West, uh, uh, Weston, uh, Ballo, Pulley, whatever, whatever, Geo. And, uh, I don't know, like, like I would, like, I guess he would have to do it from like the assistant referee spot, like, like a, like a, you could just be like the designated uh, uh, crosser, like, like all time, all time QB or something, playing backyard football, like just, just have it anytime you need to cross, just, just throw your hand up. Uh, we're passing it out to Julian now. He's he's gonna serve a ball into the box, uh, but 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 yeah, that that's the only way I can see that happening for sure. sure. There are definitely bad training exercises where you do that, where you have like the, the crossers free in the lane. If you can get the ball out to the crosser, they, they're unopposed and they just get to, everyone like you get it out to them and everyone then just sort of jogs towards the goal and then that crosser just gets to whip it in. Those exercises were very popular when I was a child. <laughs> oh, yeah. I did that so I many times. I did that pretty much every practice. <laughs> no, I didn't actually, but it's, it's one of the main ones I remember. You guys, and you guys I just remember being so my me and my teammates being so bad at it too, <laughs> like un, un unopposed crosses into like undefended attackers in the box, and I don't know, we scored maybe like once a practice on those. I love that that was everyone's experience, and yet it still didn't register to so many of us that like crossing is just a really bad way to try to score goals. Even if there's no defense, you can't score goals on these. <laughs> so much less when right. the box is full of defenders. We, 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 uh, there were 42 crosses, 42 crosses served up yesterday, but uh, so by, by the United States, by both teams, no, no, by, by the United States alone, uh, Canada had 15, uh, there's 42 from us, which yeah, uh, along with the Greg point, which, you know, Greg, you've been hammering this home for, I mean, a long time now, but, but, but I, I guess I'm just wondering when like the full tactical like revolution is just going to hit the streets and, and everybody's like, you know, a crossing is, is absolutely dead now. It's just dead. Uh, <laughs> it hasn't happened yet. And, 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 and it may just never happen. It may just never happen because it's just so, hard to, it's hard to get the ball in the box sometimes. But I've been seeing that number, the 42 crosses and like, does this make sense with Jesus Ferreras, your striker, but like watching the game in real time, it didn't stand out to me the way it has in other U S games, even with the full strength team. Like, it didn't seem like it was like, okay, we've worked it up here. We've hit kind of a, we've run out of ideas. DeAndre Edlin's just going to hoof the ball in. Like, it didn't feel like that in real time. So I was going through at least what Scout uh, counts as crosses. And they had 29 of them. And they didn't have, they don't have the set pieces. A lot of times they'll separate those out. So we took a lot of set pieces that counted as those 42 crosses. 
I think on I mean you're talking about like the ESPN stat, right? Or whatever it was on. Yes, yes. The mm-hmm. graphic. Uh so uh the run of play crosses that Y Scout had were not were not of that variety of like we're out of ideas, we're just gonna hit it loop it into the box. It was a lot of like low crosses because those count as well. So mm-hmm. it was a lot of okay. like uh Fair. feeding guys in with decent combination. Like I was not as down on the gameplay as I feel like a lot of other people were. Uh but it was a lot of like low crosses um sort of balls that you're trying to hit through a window into a into a specific player uh you know there are definitely some that were just kind of looped in but it didn't it wasn't like aimless crossing in, in my estimation of what of what we were kind of doing once we got to the attacking third tons of i mean tons of set pieces where we were just especially at the end the last the last 40 minutes of the you know the extra time plus the regulation where we had miazga long vasquez jordan morris uh that was where we were like okay let's let's just get into the big boys which makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I thought, like, Busio, just Busio himself had maybe four or five crosses that were fizzed across the six from a deep area, which is a little bit of a different category of cross. Um, Canada. Dane St. Clair in goal. Uh, Kamal Miller, Stephen Vittoria, and Zach McGraw, McGraw, McGraw across the back line. Uh, Richie Larea and Liam Millar. Is it Miller or Millar? Uh, I think it's Miller. Miller. Yeah, let's say Miller. Uh, as the wingbacks, Ali Ahmed, Jonathan Osorio, Moise Bombido in the midfield, and then uh, Junior Hoylet and Lucas Cavallini, sort of uh, competent journeyman up front for Canada. Yo, um, well, 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 uh, I was going to talk about Zach McGraw, but since you just called uh, Cavallini a competent journeyman, like, 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 I thought, I, like, I thought that he was like a serious player. When he scored on us to 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 bury us, uh, what was that in Canada? The 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 game that you know Greg Greg excoriated uh, other Greg Berhalter, uh, the other Greg. But um, he's a bum. I just want to throw that out there. And uh, also, they they mentioned this on the on the broadcast. Zach McGraw, uh, West Point graduate, West Point right. graduate, a troop, a troop. <laughs> Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They talked about that. They, 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 so, so this, uh, you know, it's a popular thing on Twitter to be like, uh, good, so go ahead and watch, uh, turn Fox off and, and, and turn on 2DNA, which was shout out to, uh, McKelly. You know what I'm saying? I, I definitely want to, they, they, they do great work over there, but I can't understand Spanish. I'm sorry, y'all. I can't understand Spanish. And, and this broadcast actually had a, a, a couple of good nuggets that, that, that I'm happy I heard because, I just wouldn't know him otherwise. But right. uh yeah, they talked about how like <laughs> um how when when they talk when when they tried to talk to Zach about playing against the US, uh he just like kind of shut it down. Like he couldn't even He didn't want to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it just it just seemed like I don't know. He he was he would like like he he loves both countries equally, I guess, and and uh Maybe he is feeling like some some sort of Benedict Arnold or uh, switching sides here, but you know, it is what it they is. Played like. a, they played an early version of soccer at West Point in like the eighteen sixties fifties time frame. So okay, is I've that been right? Waiting for any chance to share that fact, <laughs> it finally arrived. Dane Saint Clair sounds like a made up Canadian name. Yeah, it does. Uh, I guess he's not. an okay keeper, but he's man, he is a nightmare with the ball at his feet. Yeah, he made some decent saves. Made some decent saves though. 
but uh, also uh, was was key recruiter in, in getting Zach McGraw to, to Canada. They, they, they said That's they right. went out to dinner. Uh, Dane, Zach, and uh, Eric Williamson uh, all went out to dinner together after yeah. uh, Minnesota played uh, Portland. And yeah, the rest is history. Did, you, did your ears perk up a little bit when you heard that Eric Williamson was there? Like, what's he doing at this recruitment dinner? He, he, uh, him and Dane St. Clair were teammates at Maryland. Ah, uh, and he and McGraw are teammates in Portland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I got it. All right. Well, yeah, it's interesting that the most American guy on the field w- was playing for Canada. Um, West Point grad. Should we, should we do the timeline? Yeah, I think we should. Uh, Thought the national an- the good acapella singing from the crowd in Cincinnati on the national anthem. I don't know if you guys noticed that, but it was it's uh, I think a level above most venues. And as we mentioned earlier in the first minute, the ref takes a shot to the head on a very eager Kamal Miller clearance, point blank, uh, to the nose maybe. And then we had eight and a half minutes of stoppage. It did not actually hit him in the face. He got his hand up completely, blocked it, and then hit one of his fingers, I think actually maybe his thumb, cut his, his face. Oh. Thus the bleeding. On the, on the slow-mo replay of one of the angles, I, I think it's pretty clear that's what happened. Okay. In the end, it's, I don't know how much we need to break it down. It was neat to see them, everybody do problem-solving after that. <laughs> Medical people out there, referees, CONCACAF officials, all just doing their job and it was cool to see that um it was pretty boy it was a pretty boring start to the game though it seemed to have affected the rhythm you wonder how much av experience those referees have to have like how much training to get those mics uh and and headpieces sorted out because i feel like the head referee had to had to sort of rig it up he was really kind of leading the way at one point he had a shirt and there must be something in the shirt and he's just banging it with his hand He's putting a patch on to make sure that everyone knows that whoever they get to take the sideline over there is, in fact, a, a licensed referee. Yeah. This isn't, this isn't your youth league where it's just like you just got to grab somebody who's there to raise the flag. Like, we got to. He's a real ref, everyone. The, the, the badge is right here. Yeah. And I, with everything they had to do, eight minutes isn't a terrible time. It is Maybe it's really? JOF a little bit, but it wasn't. It wasn't the worst. It was I pretty, mean, I, yeah. If it, so, if you want to blame somebody, you can blame the you can blame the assistant ref for, for kind of milking it a bit, you know. If you really want to, if you really want to sign yeah. blame on the delay, you know, what I'm saying he was he was getting his money's worth out of that his <laughs> his uh, 15 seconds of fame or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> a lot because of worried, they, very serious looks. Yeah, um, people on telephones. <laughs> they 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 did a check in uh like sometime during the match uh to the sideline reporter or something and, and she's just like I'm happy to report that their assistant referee is doing great. Yeah, we know. Just like, <laughs> we know. <laughs> it's like all right, it's good to go. Honestly, we weren't even worried about it. <laughs> right. Um. So so yeah, we 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 got we got some O'Shea Nation uh time uh a little bit before they uh, actually brought in like another ref who wasn't the who but be so, so because o'shea nation uh famously um if you watch Concacaf matches which if you're here 
You definitely do. Um, you know, he's a he's a center ref. He's the goat. I was really I, excited to see him. I think so. I'm always happy to see O'Shea Nation. I'm always happy what's to see his, O'Shea What's Nation. his home country? Jamaica. Okay. So they brought him in to deputize as the fourth as the uh, sideline official. Is that what was going on? Yeah. He was the um, fourth official. They had him rotate for a time into the assistant referee. And then he, there were some questions from Mark Clattenburg whether he was going to be up to assistant referee. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was just going to say that Clattenburg was way out of his depth there. I'm like, do you not know who O'Shea Nation is? <laughs> Bro, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You think he's not going to be ready to be the sideline ref? <laughs> that was crazy. It was crazy. But, 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 uh, so I guess they pulled in, they, they pulled O'Shea, O'Shea off and, uh, somebody else in uh like apparently the man who did the jamaican uh guatemala game and uh so so shout out to him for pulling double duty yeah. you know what i'm saying up and down that touchline patrolling it like a like a young julian gressel um, yeah you need better take care of him because he had to do the second game and then obviously extra time so uh, <laughs> i'm assuming i'm assuming they've got good representation so buddy boy who cut his finger cut his own face with his finger he never came back no, no, no. He should be in line for some. He should be in line for some workers' comp. <laughs> okay. That's why the sideline reporter was like, "He's doing great." I was like, "Well, can he come back and uh, can he come back and rest?" Like, what, what's going? On? Yeah, he just out. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm you know, at Bells, war Nobody with wants to work anymore. Nobody wants to work anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man, we've we've spent longer nickel talking about the delay than the actual delay was. I think at this point. <laughs> so I'm at war with myself a little bit on how much of this timeline to actually timeline, but uh, you know, it's sloppy, it's choppy, especially early on. Not many ideas for pr- progression of the ball. At least the usual avenues, which was Jalen Neal passing it into the center circle seemed closed uh what any thoughts from you guys that tracks i think that tracks with what i saw there wasn't a lot of like great combination uh lot not a lot of great choreography in in our movement um and and just uh not a lot of like high pressure either from canada so it kind of sets up for that slog of a game where we can sort of pass it around our back canada were doing nothing when they had the ball like all game really until until Shackleton came in. Uh, Shackleton. So <laughs> it was. I don't know. I, I'm not going to learn Canada's names. I refuse to. So it was. It was. Uh, it was slow, right? I think. I think you guys. Walkie mentioned that, the early, especially the early part of the game. It was slow going. And everybody, I think everybody comes in for a criticism on the sloppiness part. I mean, Jones kicked it out of bounds a few times. Busio had plenty of whoopsies. Um, Georgie had some bad giveaways. We'll get into what what Jalen Neal's night night was like, but lots of giveaways from him throughout the night. Uh, I would say the 18th minute is the first like kind of interesting moment. We get the full Busio experience, a couple of sloppy sequences interspersed with some good stuff, and then he wins it back, plays it out to Gressel wide. And then Gressel makes a really good choice to cut it back to him at the top of the box. Busio takes it first time and drags it way wide of the post. But that's like, I think, our best chance of the first 20, 30 minutes. He did a nice, aggressive carry of the ball to lead into that pass. 
Yeah. That's right. Yeah. He was a. Uh, he, so he was. He was. So he was handling business a little bit in, in, in midfield. Uh, John Luca was. As far as, you know, uh, pitch control and all these, all these things we, uh, we kind of ding him for. He was, he was, he was okay. He was okay. But, uh, uh, yeah, I thought, I thought he did a lot better at that stuff than I've ever seen him do for the U.S. Yeah, that's you probably, him, that's probably you called true. Him, you called him Bootio on, on Twitter. I sure <laughs> did. I sure did. I mean, I mean, uh, so, so I guess we can get into it now, but, but, you, you know, uh, 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 so having a good slander name never hurt anybody. Never hurt anybody, you know what I'm saying? It's part, it's part of the beautiful game. It's part of the beautiful game in it. But uh yeah, I like my main frustration uh with him and Georgie, we just need some we need some forward drive here. We need some forward drive. Can't like 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 we didn't do enough things to affect Canada's shape. I, I guess that's like my main point. We we didn't we didn't bypass anybody like really with progression with the pass, didn't bypass anybody on the carry for the most part. And, and you know, uh, like like I think Sanjeev on Twitter just called it like a called this game like a stalemate, and and really through like forty five like through forty five minutes there was really no way to to dispute that. Like yeah, we had the ball, but like it, it was very like Canada was very comfy with, without the ball. We weren't doing too much to threaten them. And for me, like yes, I put most of it on the eights, but also you know we had uh, Mr. Zendaya ass Z- Zendayas. I, I, like, I don't really know how to actually say it. It, 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 it looks a lot funnier uh, when it's spelled out. You just put ass at the, at the end of Zendejas. But uh, he was trash. And, and it, like, like for me, like, I guess it's just a collection of players. When it's like, you got Julian Gressel, John Lucabusio, Georgie Mihailovic, Alex Zendejas, and, and Jesus Ferreira. It, it's, it's, it, that, that seems to me to be a recipe for your defense, uh, like for, for the opposing defense to be mighty comfy against you. Um, and, and finding no way, like, like there were no AVPs, not, not, not many. And, and if there, and if there was one or, or something like, like John Luca coming through with, with some grass in front of him with the ball, he's getting hogged down. Um, uh, yeah, that, that, that's, that, that's my main thoughts. Yeah. Y'all can, y'all can push back or, or whatever you want to do. I'm wondering if it, it couldn't make sense to have, if it, a slander name is better in writing and one is speaking, if you could have two separate ones. Mm. Uh, but we'd have to come up with a different one. Yeah, right, right. That's my main thought. Vince, I think, I think you've pretty much described what, what the team is, and that's uh, a group of players who are scratching and clawing just to be maybe good enough to be role players on the team, uh, certainly in, the, in what the 11 was. Maybe we got a little bit more um, higher ceilings with some of the guys that came on, or at least one of the guys who came on later. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's exactly what it is. These guys are, these guys are scratching and clawing just to maybe be a guy who can come in at the end of a full strength team game and not screw up <laughs> like so so then when you put 11 11 of them out there together uh that's very much what you see and and i'll be honest again i there were there were a couple of moments here and there where i was like oh that was nice that was a nice little nice little sequence uh between those four players uh but even then it was usually not nice enough that it was gonna fully spring something right right I yeah just i think day oh so go ahead no, you go ahead. <laughs> no, you go ahead. I, I, no, no, you, no, you, please, please, you. Well, go here's the problem. I was kind of stuck on the slander name thing. And we were kind of talking about soccer. <laughs> no, let's uh, go back to the slander name thing. I think Zenday ass works fine. Zenday ass, okay. <laughs> I, like, like I was trying to get that J in there. I was trying to get the because J. In not, the, but it, you, the trouble is, I'm not actually pronouncing the full name right, which is kind of disrespectful. I don't right. want to get that right. Okay. If it's a slander name, certainly. 
but but that's what I mean. Like, no, nobody was You're right. You're nobody right. was nobody was like comically where where Zenday ass <laughs> would be. I feel like more appropriate would be like as if he was just an absolute comedy of errors, like over and over and over. And it's it's like uh, it just nobody was really that. Everyone was sort of just like uh, okay, that was that was okay. We string along a bunch of things that are like okay, um, and then and then nothing comes of it, which is sort of what you expect when you're playing another opponent that is baseline competent we got a little bit spoiled when when we played those other group stage games where we're like we are untouchable um but then you add you right. throw in you know actual pros and it's like we are not untouchable we are bang average uh super and, touchable and somehow somehow <laughs> you can even like multiply the averageness like the the averageness amplifies to be even greater average yeah yeah i've i feel like thing. It would- that's real math uh, <laughs> I felt like the wing. I mean, you're blaming the eights, at least to some extent, Vince. I, I feel like the wingers were pretty bad. I know, I know, Gressel, like bad in the sense that they just we, they handcuffed us. We couldn't do anything because we couldn't. We, they couldn't beat anybody. Now, I, right. I know Gressel had that cut back to Busio, you know, and there were a couple other nice things that Gressel did in addition to his set pieces. But in the run of play. You know, we got almost no dynamism from wide, and uh, and Reynolds was Reynolds was oddly quiet in the attack, like almost completely invisible. And Dewan Jones was he was a little better than Reynolds in the attack, but not not that good. So, uh, so, I, mean, so I thought Dewan Jones was much better than Brian Reynolds. I mean, he did have that gorgeous assist on the what should have been the game winner there at the end, but um. Well, Reynolds was Reynolds was a little bit set up was off a little bit in his setup because when you put Gressel out there, then it becomes less of a straightforward uh, role for Reynolds. Where before he would just sort of get around the outside of Zendejas usually, uh, and that's that's what I think Reynolds is suited for. And with Gressel there, they were like taking turns. So sometimes Reynolds would be up in like the half space um, playing interior, and I don't know that that's necessarily his game. He still at times I thought like looked promising there because. Again, in these weak, weaker opponent games, and Canada, while being professionals, are still like this is the weaker version of them. They're not, they're not elite. Uh, sometimes, like just the better soccer players will carry the day. They just look, you're just like, oh, that's the, that guy's a good soccer player, so he can kind of play wherever he gets it. He'll just sort of be fine. And I thought there were times Reynolds, even in that interior spot, looked look, look, looked threatening. Uh, so I don't know. It was, it was again. I feel like if for almost every player. If you were to do their all action, all touches comp, that you didn't end up being like, oh, they weren't as bad as I thought. It's just, it's just like watching it all happen at once, where where you watch everybody being super average, like it it builds in your mind, and that you end up being really frustrated by it. Yeah, yeah, and and and, and like for 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 me, like it, it's always you, you're watching this, you're watching this tournament with the eye towards the A team, right? And, and so you know you're looking for the Greg Velasquez cheat code. And like like as you as you just said really and it's just yeah that like like that's kind of the that's kind of the scale the, the scale i'm graded on so while somebody may or may not be, have been good um or or yeah good in this match is just like need more man need more baby mm-hmm. i mean like like mm-hmm. do you want to do you want to break into the a team or not it's nobody it's wanted to thing. from this from this roster from this team i didn't think yeah, we gotta um, wait. We gotta wait. Uh, there, there are a few. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We uh, we'll get to the timeline. There'll yeah, be there'll yeah. be some mm-hmm. moments. 
I'm going to just mark a, a really good uh, coming out to punch it from Turner and a good punch at the 23-minute mark. I don't know that we see him do that too often, so that was good. Can I jump on some Turner stuff here? Yeah. Because while we look really unambitious uh, most places on the field, like Matt Turner was kind of having a fun time back there with the ball at his feet. Did anyone else kind of pick up on that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was dealing. Like, I was just kind of watching... Like, like I'm rewatching the game a little bit out of the side of my eye and, and, and like, um, I, so, so I guess the best way to say it is that, you know, like, like when he does these things, it doesn't stick out anymore. It, like it's become commonplace. Like ever since he made that carry at the end of England, uh, <laughs> at the end of the England match, I'm like, I'm like, all right, all right, man, this guy, he, like, he can do it. He can do it with his feet. And yeah, um, as I'm watching again for a third time, it's just. Yeah, like like the it's it's just simple stuff. Well, well, actually, after watching Zach Seffen, he doesn't make it look as simple. But Matt is making it like he's he's smashing the ball out to Dewan Jones just like easy, like on the money. Uh, and he was you know, they were uh, like unnecessary. I mean, they were good. They were better than just playing a simple one out to a center back. But it's not right. like the center back was taken away, so he had to go over to Dewan Jones. It was like, right. oh, I could hit this ball to Jalen Neal or. I could show everyone that I can visit out to Dewan Jones on a dime. And even though like people had talked about how Turner's distribution had improved, like the day he got to Arsenal or, you know, the first window after that, like it didn't, I don't really think it showed up on the tape that much. Um, but this was just like, clearly he has spent a lot of time now on, on some of those techniques to hit those balls out to the, to the fullbacks at the, at the end line. Those was like medium distance, uh, Hits. so that was that was fun and again he didn't even have to and he was just doing it to like show that he could right and, it's a really big deal it's a big huge. deal if, yeah it's, it, it's a huge deal because zach Stefan could never quite get it like like we're talking about that pass specifically out to the out to the flanks man to, to the right back left back i mean e- even though we had that one uh costa rica that, that sprung the goal that was kind of that was kind of a hack job but was saved uh by jedi i forgot who it was uh, it was jedi yeah 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 um yeah, it's just something Zach never really, uh, yeah. never really. Had. This is the type. Really of, this is the type of fun nuance that's difficult to explain to friends and family. <laughs> so like, uh, other than that, it hasn't been great television so far. <laughs> yeah. Um, twenty-five minute mark. There's a, a penalty shout. For well, b- before this, Jalen Neal had passed it out of bounds, trying yeah. to play it back to Turner, and um, and then the Neal, you know, the indictment against Neal—it's not an indictment, but the dossier against Neal, I guess you'd say—is uh, growing because he has a penalty shout, and at the twenty-five minute mark, he does clip uh, Richie Larea in the box. I think a a more trigger happy ref could have called a penalty on that easily, and um, so that's not good. We get a good corner routine in the 27th minute. It, uh, Gressel hits it, and I think it's um. Wait, who, who flicked it on for Ferreira? Does anybody remember? Somebody did. Oh. Maybe Mihailovic. And Ferreira tries a left-footed shot. It's actually a really good chance. He takes a touch with his left foot, and he hits it well, um, into the side of the goal that is not covered by Dane St. Clair, but uh, Jonathan Osorio blocks it, and it was. I I don't know that I need to say it again, but it was very nearly a goal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a good, um, good scrum defense by Canada. Like they had they had yeah. a lot of bodies diving into that scrum. 
We got a bad Ferrera giveaway in the 28th minute. Um, I guess the Pirates of the Caribbean uh, thesis is <laughs> remains unchallenged. <laughs> Although there was more likely to be a Canadian ship in the Caribbean. I don't know. That's probably not true. I don't. That wasn't even a country. No, it wasn't. Uh, but yeah, your point is well taken. Uh, One originating in Nova Scotia. There certainly were. There were some down there. Yeah. No, I mean, I don't know why I'm fighting on this. It's a everyone loves the nickname. So. <laughs> we do uh, in the 30th minute. We get our first, at least from what I could tell, our first sort of progression through the middle of the field. Sanza Mihailovic work it through the center circle, uh, and we win a foul on the right side. Good set piece, just punched away by Dane St. Clair. Stop, you guys stop me if you uh, if you want to, please. Um, 33rd minute, uh, good from Mihailovic and Jones to get into the Man City zone on the left side, and Jones gets tackled out for a corner. Uh, so, I, you know, like, Greg, like you were saying, Greg, nobody was that good, nobody was that bad. I think Mihailovic, wasn't, he wasn't that good, but he had some good moments here and there. Yo, uh, so, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, no, not, not Greg, you got it. No, I was just going to say, that's, that's what everyone's comp is going to show you, is that they, they're like, oh, that was actually kind of cute. That was neat. And then, and then it'll be a lot of other touches that are uh, nothing touches or, or, again, everyone also had a couple of sloppy giveaways. Yeah, uh, so, so this, this particular sequence was part, of, was part of my thinking of DeWan Jones being pretty good because I feel like the, the touch he made to get him to the end line there, while he's running at full speed to be able to get, to get his feet right to, to, to make sure that he doesn't just completely bang that thing out for a goal kick was, was quite nice in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, he and he and Mihailovic combined a few times, I thought, and to to some effect. Let's see. Uh should we skip to the second half now? Well, I have a it, yes, I have a a critique of the the World Feed game director at the end of the half. We did we hardly got to see any of the shoving fight that Stu and John were getting very excited about. At the and end they of the were half. just so on autopilot and getting out getting out of the half. We were stuck on a slow mo close up, and then we we didn't get to see it really develop. No, and there was the second phase we didn't of it. We didn't get either. And yeah, apparently uh, they right. fought in the tunnel or something. Yeah, there was a scrap, some kind of scrap down there. Yeah, I, I don't. So is it is it halftime or was it at full time? The the tunnel scrap. That's I a big it was halftime, but oh, I could be okay. wrong. Maybe it was full time, but between full time and in, in extra time. Mm. But do they even leave okay. the pitch after? No, that's a good point. You wouldn't be in the tunnel. Mm. There's no way to really confirm whether where, where this happened. Okay. Yeah. Well, and then one other thing we do need to talk about in the first half was the uh, Miles Robinson's first handling of the ball. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Hold on. So I thought that was in the first half too, but it's on the timeline here at fifty fifty minutes. Is that is that because it's fifty minutes, but it's in the first half? Right, right. Greg, uh, read okay. the full timeline, All right. buddy. All right. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're, you're not going to are you? You're going you're to leave this in. Well, that's when Bells was going <laughs> to no. jump to the second half. I was like, that was a pretty big deal. We should, we should talk about that one. Yeah, no, it was in the, because we got 10 minutes, we got 10 minutes of stoppage time. That's right. Because of, the, because of the grievous injury to the assistant referee. Um, 
yeah should we, let's talk about let's talk about miles handling it where is that what was the minute on that 50 50th minute of the first half okay yeah uh he gets kind of i mean miles gets kind of shoved a little bit or at least boxed out in towards the ball but he he lifts his left up, up arm up in a kind of an awkward it kind of looks awkward. I don't know. Is it even awkward the way his arm moved? Bro, uh, um, yes. So there's John a screenshot. Mexico. <laughs> but the, so, so, so there's a screenshot of his arm straight out and the ball and the ball hitting the arm. Like, like the arm couldn't be more out. Uh, okay. So, yeah. Yeah. It looked like he was like trying to like wave it in front of the guy to distract him. Uh, but really, <laughs> I mean, it was, I think it was just an instinct to, again, do whatever. Since he couldn't get there with his head, he knew he was like blocked off from that. It was like, what appendage can I get to the ball? And he chose his arm. And again, we see, we saw John O'Brien do this way back in 2002. Should ask Dave about that one uh, against oh, yeah, Mexico in the have. knockouts, where he just has to put an arm out to try to do whatever he can. But you know, when you're doing that in 2002, when they don't even have high definition cameras and there's no VAR, okay, there's there's a risk you're taking there. Miles here, you know, knowing what what cameras are capable of, this is probably ill advised. Yeah, Cladenberg thought it was a penalty. Holden thought it was a penalty. Uh, and then it was called not a penalty because somebody pushed Busio a few, a few yards away. Yeah, it was an unusual Bito. decision by, by the referee, I think. It, it's, a weasley, it's, a, it's a very weaselly decision, right? It's, you can weasel out of giving the penalty by finding yeah. any contact. Like, you can call holding on any play on a corner kick. So, like, oh, well, what if we just call this instead? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was enough of a handball that you should be looking really to any way to give it, and he kind of did the opposite, <laughs> yeah. which I'm relieved by. Um, I mean, Herdman, Herdman will say, Herdman will have some, I want, did Herdman have any comments on it, or was it so, so many things happened between then and the end of the game that maybe it wasn't top of mind for him? I don't My know. My guess is that's the case. I don't know, though. I have not. I'm planning to do a full review of John, everything John Herdman said today. We just haven't had time yet. I we, we should also that. mention that the, the near own goal we scored a couple of minutes before this. Oh, man, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, Neil, oh, the Brian Reynolds. Yeah, Neil slips in the 49th minute, gets eliminated up our left side, Hoylet in just acres of space, fires the ball across. It's a three-on-one at this point. Yeah. Three Canadian attackers versus Reynolds. And I'd say Hoylet kind of squanders the situation a little bit just by firing it across kind of to nobody. But Reynolds does get his foot in to stop it and touches it just over the goal, running back at his goal mouth. I mean, very nearly an own goal. He reacted as if he had scored an own goal. Yep. Um, There you go. And I don't want to pile on Neil, but he, he slipped as a result of kind of lunging out for the ball and whiffing at it. And then, then they were on through. Yeah, yep. it, it's definitely one where you could put the, the name Aaron Long on the jersey, and this would be the only event that would be <laughs> talked about from the first half. But instead, it's just like, oh, yeah, then there was also this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Greg, I guess I, I, I would ask you about the, uh, about the technique here when you're, trying to, when you're trying to clear this type of ball. Talking about Reynolds uh, or Neil? Uh, Reynolds, Reynolds. Okay. He, I think the technique was essentially dictated by the ferocity of the cross, right? Like, he, it's not like you could get your feet and plant this one where you want it so you can clear it with the correct foot. Like, 
the the ball was going to hit him whatever, wherever his stride was and so he just has to shape his foot as best he can and it looked like he was trying to go like outside of the foot do i have that right it it looked like that to me yeah and and again you're he has to make a play on it because there's a there's a canadian right behind him for a tap in if he doesn't so he's just handcuffed and you you just have to put your foot on it and and then cross your fingers that you're good enough with your technique that you can get it right uh and that there's enough space for that ball to get over the i mean uh, a little bit cleaner technique. Maybe you could put it back out towards the crosser. But I'm not. I'm not really faulting Reynolds too much here. Like he's in a tough spot. He's got to make a play on a ball that's coming super hot, and you just you never know where it's gonna. You kind of don't know where it's gonna end up. <laughs> okay. Sometimes. I mean, the better the player, the more likely it's not going to go directly into your goal. But <laughs> yeah. Um. Two things, Neil. You know, Neil had a rough game, but he is 19. He's only 19, and he's playing center back. I think all of these things are correctable mistakes. I still think, you know, out of this whole roster, he's as likely as anybody to be a, a long-term national team contributor still. I agree. I mean, maybe, maybe. Like, Kate I agree Cal. flat out. And he had, I mean, we didn't, we didn't go through on the timeline, but he had some, uh, some real nice entry passes into the Amoeba. Uh, which is what you're hoping to get out of a guy if you're going to play him over, over an Aaron Long where you're not going to get any of those. Um, but it, it just speaks to that whole uh, calculation that a, a manager might take of like, I want to win the game. And so if you, if you put Jalen Neal in there and he has three or four whoopsies that are like the only chances Canada gets, uh, they aren't because Miles Robinson had his own share of whoopsies. Um, that, I mean, that, that's just, you can, you can sort of see what the math is. Is, is Jalen Neal's, uh, potential to make an impact down the road combined with his current ability worth whatever the risks are to starting somebody else. Right. I want to, I want my, I want Neil to keep starting. Me too. And I would, I will say, you know, even Dewan Jones had some, you know, trying to build up, he would, he got some of his passes picked off his foot and they're going the other way. A better team punishes that. But Neil's were the Neil's were by far the worst, I would say. Whoopsies. The other thing is I was want to say is Ferreira we were playing the ball to Ferreira in the air a fair amount, and we did get some we did get some revenue out of that. Like he would lay it off for somebody, and then we we get going. I mean, we couldn't do much once we got going, but it was a nice way to break lines that was a little different than what we'd been doing in previous games, and it seemed to work all right. I um, noticed that too, and it was uh, Ferreira was doing like a really sp- specific thing. It it seemed to me where um, he wouldn't even always go up and like really challenge because he's a tiny person. Um, but he was doing a decent job of just like being like, all right, well, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to like knock full speed into the guy's chest, uh, with my shoulder. Cause I'm so much shorter. Like I'll hit his belly button with my shoulder. <laughs> and then like, it'd be a, it, he would basically just disrupt the header. So it'd be this soft, instead of like jumping up half heartedly while the guy, you know, while the defender can get a full power header 30 yards back up field, he would just smash into him a little bit. And, and then we would just try to clean up the second ball. So, you know, mm-hmm. if you're going to have prayer up there. Yeah. <laughs> Some BJ ball, man. Some physicality in there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So you got to make the other team feel you. Should we? Uh, should we talk about that now? Should I play the Callahan clip? Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> got to save that baby. That's for the end. Okay. Man, we're going through this timeline. Everyone just wants us to get to what that that moment in the, <laughs> in the shootout. <laughs> yeah, let's get let's get cooking here. Uh, so the half comes, like you said, Waki. Anything more to say about the fight? Do we yeah, know what the I, point of it was? I'm sorry, I interrupted you, so I didn't hear what the question was. 
Do you know why we were fighting? Oh. Uh, yeah. Larea. Pretty okay. much. I mean, it's because Canada are a bunch of babies, is what it is. Like, we, we saw yeah, it started with the Canada doing this. Yeah. They've, they've chosen to decide to be, like, the babies of the region, and they're just going to be babies about everything. Yeah, they're big babies. <laughs> they're big babies. It started with the Fallon uh, Zentejas. The uh, wave of shoving, but we, we didn't get to see much going on in between. Okay. Anything else on that, though? No? No. No. Uh, so the half comes, we make no changes. Uh, what what would you see? Yeah. So I, I'm wondering if Canada uh, came out three minutes after us, they mentioned on the broadcast, and I'm wondering if this is because we're getting out there out early in a mentality thing, or Canada is trying to... Because this happened, I think, against Mexico, too. But the more I thought about it, it might be connected to the BJ mentality, yep. which we'll get to in the, in the penalties. He wants, he, wants, there first. he wants the other team to see, the, to see you, right, when, you, when they come out of the tunnel? Is that, what, mm-hmm. is that what you think it is? Maybe, but I've always been of the mind you don't want to be standing out there. Mm. But, no, no. They, uh, but, but this is our home field. This is our home field. As, as BJ talks about, we'll, we'll, which once again, we'll get to it. We'll get to it, but, but you know. Okay. He, he, wants to, he, wa- he wants to make sure that we're, we're properly postured. Yeah, posture's huge. He wants Canada to come out and see all 11 of our, of our men on the field in their Superman poses. Like, ready to know, go. Yeah. From a steep down, like, camera angle looking up at him, which is, I think is how Canada would experience it. I'm sold on this. I'm like a little bit of smoke behind him. The lights are kind of dim. Yes. Uh, just just a real quick on the first half. Again, I know since it's 0-0 and our players aren't very good, there is a lot of consternation in real time as you're watching it. I still felt like in the first half, we were the team most likely to create our own goal. And that if we conceded, it wasn't going to be because Canada created it. It was going to just be because we had a really bad whoopsie. And uh, I don't know how you fix the whoopsies, right? You can't just be like, well, we'll just not do those. Um, but the, as far as like the tactics and stuff, I was like, all right, well, this is, I think, I think we're okay to keep running this for another 25 or 30 and see, see if we can get something. And if not, see what happens as, as people start to get tired, Canada, especially. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, that, might so defeatist. I, that might be a little defeatist. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, so, so, I'm, uh, so, so like watching the game, I definitely thought that we looked more likely. Yes. But, uh, you know, was uh, that, that I think it was going to be that, that we were likely to score with with what we were doing and 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 how we were we were unable to mostly affect Canada's defensive shape. I was, I was just like, eh. I, like I don't know, like I don't know, like I was so happy when K. Cal came on. Like <laughs> I, I, I've never been so excited to see K. Cal, but as soon as you know he started getting in, he started running flat patterns and all that. Like it was, I was I was throwing both arms in the air. It was great to see, but uh, yeah, we get a decent chance in the fiftieth minute. Uh, another Ferreira. This one time, this time Ferreira gets his head on a long ball and flicks it behind him. Uh, Alejandro Sendejas runs onto it, squares up, leads Gressel. Uh, Gressel tries to fire it across. I mean, does fire it across. It pings around, but it falls to Dane St. Clair. 
And I know there was some people taking yep. talking about Sendai's miss. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 well, people saying Zendejas missed uh, Georgie run in there somewhere, and I, I didn't see that. Did you guys? There was a run. Uh, it, he, I think he missed it. It does involve some angles, though, so I'm not oh. completely confident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A very yeah. good player definitely would have found him. Yeah. That's what I would say. I'm, I'm- I'm, I'm, I mean, a very good player would have attempted it, but, but, so, but I think McGraw is right there in a, in a position to, to intercept that because it's a long pass that he's going to have to make. And it's, and it's going to have to be like he, he's not really going to be able to cut McGraw out like, like across his face with the ball there, I don't think. Yeah, you would yeah, be playing. Almost the, have to, he'd almost have to go to his left and rifle it through. It, it would right. be a very good pass. Yeah, yeah. If, it, it, if it, someone had done it. Yeah, okay. It, like it a would be tough pass. <laughs> and for and sure. Timing wise, it's on Zendejas' right foot when you'd have to hit it. So he has to shift it because it's Zendejas. He'd have to shift it over to his left foot. And at that point, I think the window's closed. Yeah, I, I, I was think, just I think he could have. I think there's, there's definitely a path there to clip that ball over. And I think that'd be like the right play. To, I mean, it's still going to be low percentage, but it's the right low percentage play to give you a chance at a very high percentage goal. Uh, mm. But yeah, Zendejas. With his right foot, it's like a zero percentage. And uh, so, so, so for me, my, my issue with that, with that sequence is just like, it's, a, it's just another instance to me where it's like, Alex, you done, you done collected the ball, you're, you're, you're looking, and, and I feel like, it, like if you're not going to play the pass, then, 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 then just go at somebody, man. Just, just go at somebody with a little, with a little aggression. Make him commit. Do, do something, man. Uh, like, I don't know. He receives the ball, turns around, and, and, and kind of chills and waits for Julian to get there, which is cool. Which is cool. But, but that's like the default attacking action. Like, like, like that's something we can get uh, like easily. Just, just yeah. I don't know. Just, just see if you, can do, if you can do somebody or something. Right. It's, that, it's sort of the role player, right? It's like he's waiting for someone else to do something instead of... Like I'll just I'll just wait for somebody else and I'll get it to them and it's like now some at some point you got to be the you for all of you guys out here you got to try to be the one who does something and so we'll get into it when when Vince's hero comes onto the field <laughs> that man got to be a thermometer man <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> uh, I clocked a good Jalen Neal pass into the into the amoeba in the. 56th minute, which releases and send house in the pocket. He gets fouled as he dribbles, which, you know, at this point, probably the best to hope for in that scenario. Yeah. Um, um, uh, so, so I just want to mention that we missed a Miles Robinson pass into the amoeba. That we? was, that was very nice. It, it was in the first half. It, it skipped like both lines. Uh, okay. and I think it caught, I think it was Julian Gressel that got it, but, but, uh, you know, like every once in a while, Miles just pops up with one of these. He does let's see we get a good combination from Mihailovic Gressel and Busio across the top of the box and Busio tries to one two with Gressel uh, and gets fouled kind of cynically by Kamal Miller um, as he's about to get it back in the box the yellow card for Miller Busio hits the wall with the free kick probably curving wide of the post anyway another bad kneel giveaway um, and then KCAL comes on. Why were you throwing your hands in the air? Why were you so happy, Vince? Just, just, just what we talked about. Uh, 
just having somebody that's going to take res- some responsibility. Like, I don't even know if it's Cade consciously taking responsibility or if it's just Cade being Cade. But, you know, whether it's like youthful exuberance, ignorance, uh, whatever. It's like I knew that Cade was going to come in this match and he was going to run at somebody. And and actually, matter of fact, I, so I, I put this in the notes at, at the 60 at the at the at the 6409 minute mark in the match. They they noted that um that 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 the combined XG in this match was point two six. <laughs> wow, point two six over over sixty four minutes of of playing time, and, and did that and, count? Did that count Reynolds's shot on Turner's goal in the first half? Because that was high. No. <laughs> Probably would have been point seven five at that point, but but we're talking about combined. And at that point, I think Canada had had one shot. Which is probably pretty speculative. So if we're talking like 0.26, maybe Canada had 0.06, or so maybe we had 0.2 xg. And at the end of the match, we end up with with 2.2, and, and and all this coincides with Cade Cal coming on. And 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 that's my thing because like I'm seeing on the on the Scuff Discord and everything, everybody talking about how well John Luca played. And yes, he ended up with like eight shots or something, something crazy. Like he, I mean, he he ended up coming alive, but. Like he was playing those other sixty four too. He was playing those other sixty four, and, and and like like I just don't know. Like maybe it's uh, I'm looking at the actual result instead of the symptom, and maybe the symptoms were uh, Mister Zendayas and j- just being like absolutely trash. Like so, maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. Um, and 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 if that's the case, I'm pretty sure that BJ going forward. Well, I don't know. I, so I don't. I, I don't know if he's going to say Zendaya's or not, but but hopefully going forward, we see like a proper uh, attacking setup. Like like we've gone through this whole gold, gold cup trying to figure out our wingers, right? Hopefully we figured it out. And then if that was the issue that was call that was causing our general uh, lack of, uh, of of attacking ability in this match, then. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll so I'll go ahead and get on the the full John Luca train at that point. Maybe, <laughs> probably not. I'm I'm definitely not on the full John Luca train, like whatever that means. But uh, it can be it can be a goal local to the Gold Cup. You can get you can get fully on a train that has a that's destination is the Gold Cup final. It's like one of those trains that is only only runs on Sundays and Saturdays for um people to go from like the city park to the the old depot for fun i'd get on a train like that um cal immediately steals it from a guy and drives at the goal tries to play dewan in and shorts the pass badly kind of a pattern over the second half of the game this cowl dribble in from the left but also a kind of a pattern that he couldn't quite make anything happen out of it <laughs> debatable he I mean, he once made at some- least yeah, like similar to pass. Yeah, we, that's true. Like that negative the one to Ferreira. Yeah, yeah, the reverse pass. Uh, we, so, so we got one of Mr. Vasquez coming up too. Just, just keep going out of the timeline, Bills. <laughs> yes, sir. 68th minute, nice little pass back to Busio from Mihailovic after a whipped Gressel ball, and Busio dances through a crowd and side foots it after a little bit of a lucky bounce. But just, you know, good stuff from him. Good save by Dan St. Clair. I think it was a cool enough move, that first move that. Yeah, that was, was nice. Like he created he created the lucky bounce. So it was a lucky bounce of his creation. Yeah, yeah. That, that, so so that was real nice. The way he took that pass that that was that was class. I, I'll, I'll give that to John Luca for sure. 
That was smooth. I mean, there was some lucky bouncing going on in there in, in spots, certainly. I wish you would have put it away. Just scored. It's close, isn't it? Yeah. I wouldn't change anything about how the rest of the game went. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad it went like that. Six, 70th minute, nice turn and run from Cal along the lines of the pattern I just described a few moments ago. Tries to shoot it from 22 yards. Should have slipped in Jesus, but, uh, you know, maybe he learned his lesson. Jesus was re- very respectful with... It, he also thought he should have been passed, but he just did a very simple swooping with the arm. Very it, understated protest there. I think okay. a couple of things. I think we're underselling the turn and run from Cal here. Because, again, when we talk about the slog of the of the previous 65 minutes uh there's nothing sluggish about this like this is just a very simple turn with somebody right on his hip and just an explosion beyond it and this game had been lacking explosions <laughs> i think it's fair to say so this was you know if you're talking about what's going to make vince get his hands up this is why he had his hands up when cal came on and something Dude. we talked about in the last recap was cal might be good enough to do this against grown professional players like this is a tool that he has this this ability to just blow by people uh, from standing still and and we got to see it and and the question is could he do that from the off or is it just played much better in his hands to come in at 60 minutes to be able to do this against tired legs because for the next 15 minutes Canada's legs look gone and I think a part of that is the Cade Cowell effect yeah but that is the question right whether yeah. you should start or be a super sub on, on this particular yeah. play, like you can, you can freeze it right when Cal is shooting it. And, and again, it's just a stampede of blue jersey. So he, the, the slip to Jesus might be on, but it's tough. And Cal isn't necessarily the guy that I'd be like, oh, he could definitely hit that finesse pass at full speed through a crowd of bodies to Jesus Ferreira. He also has Julian Gressel moving up the right side, looking for that ball in behind. If he wants to skip Ferreira as a first runner, he has Georgi Mihailovic all by himself. Like the whole crowd is around Cal. It's almost the, it's almost the, uh, Messi still frame of five bodies mm-hmm. around Messi with the ball and everyone else like free. Um, I don't really care that he shot it on this instance, but when they watch the tape, they'll be like, hey, just know that w- what your gravity does here is potentially open up some other options. But yeah, I, I think this was a sign of, of what was going to come for the next 20 minutes for the U.S. Vasquez comes on for Mihailovic in the 73rd minute. Uh, so Jesus moves, moves to midfield. And Miazga comes on for Jalen Neal. So uh, just to sort of, you know, see things out, I guess. Double Cincinnati. I think uh, BJ has probably been planning this for crowd morale for maybe since the beginning of camp. I don't know when they knew they were going to play in Cincinnati. But a strong move. Loved it. it Loved it. it. Uh, yeah, crowd came, on, crowd came on a little bit when this happened. Quite a bit. Yeah, absolutely. From, 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 from the, uh, you, you know, we had some scuffians on the ground. The boots on the ground, and yeah, and like everyone, everyone mentioned that, and and you know it was it was noticeable on TV, but yeah. Oh, so also we 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 have to shout out the Guatemalans. We we, we got to shout out the yes. Guatemalans in the crowd. A great television. They got a great <laughs> presence on on screen. <clears throat> yeah, it, it was it, it was pretty cool to see them and like and like they they had the Guatemala kits on. Then then a lot of them just seemed to have flags. A lot of them seemed to have American flags. Uh that they that they brought with them too. So so yeah, man, they they were like fully prepared for the doubleheader. There was at least one American flag with the Guatemalan flag superimposed on it, <clears throat> onto it. Love to see love it, man. To see Beautiful, that. yeah. Beautiful scene. Absolutely. Um, 
74th minute Cal is just able to get on the end of a floated ball from Miles Robinson. Uh, almost brought it down in front of the keeper, but couldn't quite do it. Um, almost. But, you know, Cal, Cal, Cal providing all of the excitement at this point. He, he, he was holding off a West Point graduate, you know, had, had, so had a West Point graduate on his hip as he's, as he's running down the middle of a pitch, man. I'm just saying. Yeah. He's I mean, a full-grown man. Yeah. And it's starting Jones, to turn into good television at this point. For sure. As well. For sure. Yeah, this we is are, the turning point. We're getting it's the Jones K-Cal right effect. Now. The K-Cal effect. Well, Jones, in the 75-minute mark, Jones heads it to Cowell in a pocket in front of the center backs. Uh, just sort of like a, a settles a, a aerial situation that it was unsettled. Cal turns and hits it pretty hard at, at Vasquez, waist high. Vasquez takes a touch and tries with his left foot on the half volley. It's a, you know, a good sort of adjustment and quick decision by Vasquez there because Cal gave him kind of a difficult ball to deal with, um, and he hits it just wide of the post with that left foot. So it's a proper striker, isn't it? It's a proper striker. <laughs> <laughs> this was like another sign that Canada had, had just lost their legs. Uh, their positional integrity was gone. Like they're running that 3-5-2, which, you know, usually when you're in defense, it's going to be five back. In Canada, we're like, no, 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 we're really just running three back. So they, ha- they have this long ball that Dewan Jones wins. And even though he's Dewan Jones is going to win this ball all by himself in space, so you know he has total freedom to hit it forward, Canada do nothing to cover the space like in front of the box. They just leave their three guys there. And if you, like again, pause it when, when uh, Cal has the ball at his feet before he hits the entry ball into Vasquez, it's like a five-on-three for the U.S. If, if we let it develop. Buzio's coming for free. Uh, Dewan Jones, after the header, is coming for free. Like Nobody from Canada is really going to be able to track back. So it ends up being kind of a, a, you know, a wasted five-on-three to, to attempt the shot that we ended up attempting. Uh, which is a little more difficult. When Vasquez hits it, you've got Boozy all by himself in the box. So, it, it was, again, it was just a sign. Canada were losing steam. Herdman needed to have made a change sooner, and he waits a little bit too long, uh, gets away with it. But it, this was, these, were, these were real like nervous times for Canada. They were hanging on by a thread. Yep. Gressel that rare just noticed that Gressel got caught offside again and he's that rare player who doesn't make runs but uh, still has gotten caught offside multiple times in this game. You really you really were not taken by Gressel in this in this match. Uh no, I wasn't. Yeah, yeah. He's he's been quite mid uh in all of his opportunities um in in different positions. Uh, even though he even had that one crossing cross no, I, I was gonna say he had that one cross for the for the Vasquez goal and uh, and cupcake, but yeah. it didn't help that they were really boosting up his uh, crossing and set piece prowess as a reason he was in the game, and then he wasn't wasn't having his best night there. No, nobody can be perfect at that stuff, but it's just that he's not that great at you know most of the other stuff. Seventy um, eighth minute. Ken is wasting time. Larea is a pro at this. Really, this is his. This is his yeah. sweet spot. They were just dealing with the surge that had been happening that we were just talking about. Smart play by him. And then they got to do a huddle, and Herdman got a whole team over there. It seemed like he was yelling, "We have to hold the ball. We have to hold the ball." He kept saying that. Huh. So that was his. 
adjustment. Yo, uh, <laughs> I used to think he was a tactical genius. Bro, I was just about anymore. to say, <laughs> I was just about to say, uh, now, so, so now that we've beaten Canada a, a few times, like, like, you know, when, when they show the, when they, when they show those camera clips of him over the lake, doesn't hit the same. It doesn't hit the same anymore. <laughs> because when I used to see that, I used to be like, oh, he's, he's doing something. He's doing something, you know, like the Canada, like Canada is doing that little adaptive shape thing or something. Like, I don't know. But, uh, yeah. Take I wonder if you got that, that order through the, uh, through the earbud. Tell them to, tell them to hold the ball. <laughs> <laughs> um, Canada gets, has a couple subs come on in the 86th minute, uh, including Jacob Schaffelberg, um, who was kind of important later. Uh, and then let's just go straight to the goal. 88th minute, it's uh, Dewan Jones just stepping forward with the ball on the left side, and he he measures it, and he plays a gorgeous looping cross from deep with his left foot, his weaker left foot, um, onto Brandon Vasquez's head. He, Vasquez attacks it. And rifles it past Dan St. Clair. I think Dan St. Clair got a fingertip to it. Well, I mean, I know he did. But um, it was a really nice ball, nice header. And we're up 1-0. Feels like we're going to win in the next five, six minutes there. Yeah. And, it's one and, of the more visually pleasing type of goals as well. Yeah. This is yeah. classic Brandon Vasquez right here. Yeah, you, like, you, can, see, you can see him kind of measure the run up, throw, throw the hand up, throw the hand up for the go route. You know what I'm saying? I'm open, coach. I'm, uh, I'm open. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm burning this. I'm burning this DB, and uh, yeah, beautiful, beautiful ball from Dewan Jones. Which, uh, speaking of DBs, they talked about this on the broadcast. His father, uh, Demetrius Jones, which is just a hell of a cornerback name, uh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> played football at Western Michigan, <laughs> and, and briefly with the Broncos. Yeah, and briefly with the Broncos. So yeah, man. Uh, our, so, so our best lab athletes in it, our best athletes. <laughs> and it was interesting in that little anecdote, Demetrius has been a football coach all along, you know, like right. he, he could still be coaching football for all we know. And um, they asked how Dewan decided to play soccer and it's like, he just didn't, he didn't force him to do anything. He just did what he wanted to do. Yep. Yeah, pretty cool. Ideally, this would have been the winning goal. You know, I, I do. Said, I don't <laughs> about the game, but it would have been kind of nice if we just won the game here. Neat we still have a lot to cover. Line. Uh, ideally. So the goal, the goal comes for Canada when Robinson gets whistled for his for a penalty for his second forearm into the ball situation. <laughs> uh, VAR calls the video assistant referee calls the ref over, and he decides it's a penalty. It's I don't know. Do you guys have any thoughts about that? Um. So so this is a. Uh, Classic BJ ball here, classic BJ ball, because uh, you know he, he's taught the proper technique to Miles Robinson. Uh, when you have offensive linemen coming up to the second level to to to, to block a middle linebacker, what what you're gonna do as a middle linebacker? You you want to be ready to deliver a blow to the offensive lineman so you can punch, shed, and 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 go make a play. And uh, Miles Robinson was prepared to do that. It was just unfortunate that the ball ended up hitting his arm, but he was. He was prepared to punch shed and 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 go make a play. Um, <laughs> yeah, it just it it just caught him. It just caught him, unfortunately. Uh, but but you know, and we'll get to this a little bit later. 
But but anytime anytime you make a mistake um, on the football field, uh, any football field, um, you know, you, you want to make it hard, fast and aggressive. And, you know, so. So yes. uh, when, when we talk about film session here, I don't, I don't think BJ is going to fault Miles too much. Yeah, this was this was a play of aggression and technique, not an obviously intentional handball like the first one, I would say. But maybe so, the first one weighed in the referee's mind when he uh, decided to whistle it. I don't know. I would think so. Yeah, this is, uh, this is tremendously unlucky for me. Like, there's, right. there's nothing here that I'm going to be like, oh, man, Miles should have. Like, he's running into, con- like, connect with a guy, and a ball in a scrap of player somehow bounces directly up into where his arm is already going. So this is totally different than, totally different than his first half one, which, uh, so on the balance, I think Miles got called for the correct number of penalty kicks. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he was probably expecting this uh, dude, like, which I'm pretty sure that that was the guy that's in, I think he's in, like, MLS Next Pro or something, the, this Canadian player. But he was probably expecting this dude to control the ball. Uh, it just completely bounces up on him. Like he makes no contact. <laughs> it's no contact with the ball whatsoever. And, uh, yeah, it, it's just, it's just one of those things like, like, yeah, that, that was not a repeatable, uh, like, it, like, like there was, there was just nothing that Canada did there. Just right. Yeah. And, uh, Vittoria, Stephen Vittoria, the center back, the aging Canadian center back, Puts it right down the middle as Turner dives to his right. Turner said after the game, he, he, it crossed his mind that he should just stay in the middle, but he decided to go to his right, and he was, uh, he was very disappointed in that. Anyway, equalize 1-1, so we're going to, uh, well, how did the U.S. react to this? Well, I just want to note how, qu- how quickly in the broadcast they did a cutaway to, to BJ. It's instantaneous after the goal going in, and he's just stone-faced and gives it two, two hard claps. Mm-hmm. He loves it. He loves it. It, it. Like, like if you let him tell it, this is what he wanted. This is what he, he wanted, so he could really see the character of these of these men. Love, loves to encounter some adversity. And when when he's mm-hmm. when he's clapping, that's when one of the times he seems most like a football coach. He's got this kind of stubby clap out in front of him, leaning a little bit forward. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, uh, okay. So, so like after this, um, like like after this pen, because because at this point. You know, uh, once again, it was fully squeaky bump time for me. But uh, yeah, I, I, like I was <laughs> just watch the BJ clap. But um, I, uh, yeah, I, I was just thinking to myself. I was like, man, well, like, what if, like, what if Matt Turner just stood there and caught it? That would have been that. That would have been great. Uh, oh man! And, and and this was in between, you know, the goal being scored and the actual penalty shootout. But you know, we'll we'll get to that. But. If if he had done that, then Canada would just have to sort of present itself in Washington D.C. for annexation. You know, <laughs> right? It's better that he yeah. didn't. It's much better that he didn't because I think it's a better story when we get to the shootout of what of what Turner gets to do, uh, mm. mind game wise. I think it's better that it transpired this way. Okay. Yeah. 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 Fair. Fair. I, like I was just thinking about you know his baseball exploits. You know we saw. We saw the man hitting some tanks in a uh, Bush Stadium, uh, like a, like a week ago. So yeah, if he could if he could hit some tanks and then also just just make a perfect uh, you know perfect line drive catch on a on a pin. I mean, <laughs> hey, sign him up, triple A, double A, what whatever. Four he home four runs. In, he hit four home runs. Matty Dingers. Matty Dingers. Yeah. Um. 
all right, regulation ends, and then Aaron Long comes on for Miles Robinson, who could who was cleared for 90 minutes, not cleared for 120 after his injury in Nations League. Uh, Jordan Morris comes on for Julian Gressel. Um, boy, I mean, let's just quickly talk about Morris. <laughs> He is just a shell of himself, man. What is what is going on? He, he's probably still hurt, to be honest. Well, well I don't. Well, well, actually, not think about. It. I don't know if the Sounders would would quite allow that, but but maybe they would. I don't know. If he says he's all right, maybe they let him go. But yeah, he he was doing like none of the none of the running at people that like K. Kyle was doing, for instance. Um, yeah, I just don't know. Yeah, the, the the thought like when you're putting Gressel and Reynolds on the right side would be to like have a Jordan Morris type on the left to arrive uh, for for any deliveries. And I just man, I, Jordan Morris still is not doing anything despite the winger whack a mole we're playing here in this tournament. Certainly nothing where it's like, well, maybe he can start and then we can bring Cowell on. Uh, if if you subscribe to the idea that Cowell is going to be much more effective against tired legs uh, coming in off the bench, it still isn't like, well, let's start with Morris. I'm not. I don't think. That's where I'd be. I'd think I'd probably rather start Zendayas again. Yo, uh, I was uh, like, like I was thinking about like, 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 like there was some point in there where he did something, and I was just like, man, like, like, like with each successive performance, like the 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 whole World Cup fiasco is just getting worse. <laughs> Jordan just, Morris? Are you talking about for Morris? No, it, it's well, 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 for everybody, for the discourse. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Like, like the more Jordan Morris continues to play and continues to uh, Jordan Morris, if you will. Uh, <laughs> the more he continues to look like Jordan Morris, it, 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 it's it's really just it, it's. I just it's crazy. Yeah, we br- the the argument would be well, we brought him on at the end of the Wales game when we could have brought on G- Gio Reyna. Right, right. And what are we doing? Dot GIF. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 it's just the fact that I, you know, I would like to get over this. But you know, with each with each performance, it just keeps getting brought back up, and, and it's just it, it's tough to get over. When he when he's looking like this against th- this Canada, this Canada, you know, so yeah. Uh, all right, ninety fourth minute. So you know, four minutes four minutes into extra time, a good chance for Canada. Schaffelberg uh, goes at Brian Reynolds and just toasts him, puts it across for Jason Russell Rowe, who had come on earlier in the. Um, well, I actually don't know when Russell Rowe came on, but he was a, he had subbed on. Uh, and Russell Rowe beats Aaron Long to it and then just sears the top of the bar with a first-time left-footed attempt on that ball across from Schaffelberg. And it was pretty close to being a goal. Yeah, immediately like Canada's best worked chance of the game. So Shackleton comes in and like, he's, he's, he's like there. He's like the Canadian kid Cowell over here. Like, that was... Again, that because Reynolds is an athletic defender. Reynolds isn't this isn't beating Julian Gressel for pace. You know what I mean? Like it's like oh geez, and I know Reynolds has been playing this whole game, but uh, that was eye opening yeah. to see that to see him to see uh, the Canadian fella get the edge there. Yeah. Um, Cal gets kind of a weird yellow card in the night at the ninety six minute mark when Lucio gets sent sent into the corner by a good Ferreira ball and then cuts it across. Cal lunges for it and uh, doesn't quite reach it. The center back, I don't know if it was Vittoria or somebody else, um, goes down and the ref just comes over and gives Cal a yellow card. I don't think he even touched the guy. Yep. 
Not really. Uh, Not enough yeah. to get a yellow card, at least. Um, yep. Reynolds gets beaten by Schaffelberg again in, at the 97-minute mark. And I, I'm noting this because Reynolds, this is the first time we've seen Reynolds test, tested defensively all tournament. And that's the big question about him. So, um, yeah, yeah um, you know, when, when we were talking about the Jamaica match and, and I made the point that like, you know, it, it's not necessarily a given that Brian Reynolds performance would have been better than DeAndre Yedlin's uh, against Jamaica. And, and, and I feel like in this Canada match, we kind of saw that like, 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 I don't know, like, like if you would, so, so would DeAndre Yedlin have been better? Then, then uh, Brian Reynolds in this match, I don't know, but 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 he uh, his performance was unconvincing enough to to leave it up to leave it up to interpretation a little bit. I think. Yeah, it's, it's the same yeah. math for Jalen Neal versus Longer Miazga, where you're saying, all right, like we do want to test him, but we also we want to win the game, and so you got to make a call on uh, is the, is the test going to cost us the trophy, and how how big of a deal is that? I mean, again, it's not like DeAndre Edlin is guaranteed to shut people down either, but. Uh, but that's the that's the that's the call that BJ at the moment is getting paid to make with with like somebody whispering in his ear from from up above. Yeah. Do you guys feel sorry? Do you feel strongly about whether uh, like in this next knockout game or in the final if we get there, uh, whether it's Reynolds or Yedlin? It should probably still be Reynolds. Yeah, it should probably still I be Reynolds. Chris? I'd like to keep seeing Reynolds, but I don't have strong opinions. Yeah, I want it to be Reynolds, but I do um, have my concerns that it could cost us a game. I definitely want it to be Reynolds, for what it's worth. <laughs> and and I, even, if, even if you actually think that he's behind Yedlin, like, again, you might just right, say, well, sure. Yedlin, they're about the same, and Yedlin could easily get toasted in the 100th minute of a game as well. Uh, like, I'd still be, I mean... I'd still be like, it's worth it to get Reynolds uh, the data in, in these kinds of environments. Yeah. And, and I th- feel like if we put Sendejas over there on the right side with Reynolds, he probably would be more comfortable, and he does give us more in the attack than Yedlin. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Um, Cowell battles in the 98th minute, gets on a decent diagonal from Reynolds. Uh, so to reference what I was just saying, uh, he loses it, gets it back, loses it, gets it back, loses it, gets it back, bulls, bulls past two guys and wins a corner. Um, and then uh, we get a very good Busio ball into the mixer for Miazga to head on frame. No, it was a, it was a decent ball, not very good into the mixer for Miazga to head on frame, but he, it's pretty tame. But it, but Cowell kind of got the crowd back into it with that sequence because he was really fighting for the fighting for the crest. <laughs> yep, yep. This is this is worth the price of admission. I mean, the, uh, what he's given us in in uh, what at this point it's like thirty, creeping up on like forty minutes. But yeah, I mean, he's doing something. We we talked about this specifically with Morris too, right? Like, because Morris has been backing out of these kinds of situations and and just sort of like c- controlling it and then recirculating. Uh, he's like the best thing we've been getting from Morris is recycling possession backwards. And with Cal, it's like, no, if you're going to go in there and be a bulldozer, like go do some bulldozing. And so Cal is definitely not afraid uh, to put his head down and bulldoze a little bit. And if that's your that's your calling card, then you got to do it. Yeah. 
He's uh, so, I mean, he is such a physical specimen. <laughs> I mean, good grief. So strong. It's uh, yeah. Like, like, like every, every time you think maybe he's going to like, I don't know, meet his match. Like, like as we, I don't know, as we continue, like, cause you had the U20s, right? It's like, oh, he's doing this against U20s. Um, you know, get to the gold cup, does some stuff against some, some, you know, some smaller nations or whatever. Comes in Canada, he's just making, he's making everybody look like little boys. Making everybody look like little boys. So, yep. it's uh, something to see. There's a, things are really, the television is really getting good in the 103rd minute. I would say as a wild sequence, yeah, we, we give up some, some sort of transition joy to Canada and then Miazga makes a really good, strong tackle on Schaffelberg, you know, basically cuts his legs off in our defensive third. And then Ferreira picks it up and pushes it forward, plays Cal into space, uh, going down the left wing. Cal cuts into the spot where he loves to shoot and his shot is blocked by Vittoria. Um, but this was a good, like, you know, very nearly a goal, a goal, a perfect spot for him to shoot. Just uh, a little unfortunate that Vittoria blocked the shot. Unfortunate's not the right word, but it you know could have gone differently. And we are we are exhausted at this point. Uh, Reynolds is caught way upfield to start the sequence, um, and and there's no hope of him getting back. Uh, Morris Morris seems to be suffering from like sympathy fatigue, where he looks super tired, even though he just got onto the field. Like he looks as tired as everyone else, so he doesn't come back and cover. And it ends up being Jesus Ferrer of all people, like sprinting the length of the field. And it's it's ironic because I noticed this, uh, you know, because we're going to get to what happens on Canada's goal. But like, I wasn't surprised to see Jesus come all the way back because you know, obviously, I've watched a lot of Y Scout on Jesus with Dallas, and the dude never stops running. Like he's a striker, and Dallas were he, he's charged with doing a lot of like pressing up high. He'll chase down goalkeepers and stuff, and he you'll watch his Y Scout clips. And most of them are him doing this. It's not even on-ball stuff. But he's doing it throughout the entire game. It'll be the 89th minute, and you'll still get a clip of Jesus Ferreira sprinting 65 yards, hopelessly, to go make the goalkeeper hit a long ball. Uh, and, and so I was like, oh, well, this isn't surprising that he still has the legs to do this. Again, ironic because of, of what's about to happen. Um, but, I mean, I was still just like, right, he's, <laughs> this dude's running. <laughs> he's still got something left at 103 minutes. Yeah. You know, we forgot to we forgot to mention, I don't know why this came into my mind, but the, you know, Vasquez scoring that header in front of his home crowd was a was a pretty big moment, you know. Everybody was that that crowd was chanting for him before he came on, and he comes on and scores a goal. Must have felt very good in Cincinnati. Anyway, yeah, back to um, the Well, well, if we, if we want to if we want to take it a little bit a little bit further, you know what I'm saying? Uh just uh he, he's showing up in the big matches, isn't it, Mister Vasquez? Showing up in the big matches, scoring some goals. Uh, I, I, I don't want to look I mean, too far into it, you know. But uh. you're saying he's no pirate of the Caribbean. Is that, hey, what, is hey, that what you're saying? Yeah, no. <laughs> um, there's a great flicked header from Miazga that we got to mention on a Busio corner. Um, that drew a pretty good save from St. Clair. I mean, it was right at St. Clair, just above him, but still, it was a, uh, it was, I think it was on frame. Yeah, yeah, and, for sure. That's, and then that's the first corner. 
and then the first half extra time ends and uh we get there's really i have five moments here first is 107th minute abusio chance reynolds just lumps it at vasquez and it it's kind of like what greg was talking about earlier where um where ferrera where ferrera would just put his shoulder into somebody and f- force him to not handle it well in the air and that's what happened here the center back just sort of went off its head over to to the other side of the box where Busio arrives and just rips a left-footed shot at Dane St. Clair. Um, and then in at the 108 mark, we get Canada's goal. Reynolds do, actually does well to take the ball from Schaffelberg in our half, and then he tries to dribble forward. He goes gets about 20 yards, kind of being harassed by Schaffelberg from behind. Schaffelberg Schaff, wins it back, and then it's played quickly in behind. Reynolds and to a player that has Ferreira on his back. Ferreira gets kind of turned, he's or at least gets eliminated by a one-touch pass. And then Schaffelberg drives at Matt Miazga. It's 1v1. And he takes a left-footed shot that hits the inside of Miazga's leg and boomer kind of boomerangs into the net. Bit of a lucky strike, but Schaffelberg had been good since he came on. Um and it's worth pointing out, so that makes it 2-1 Canada. It's, everything seems home, hopeless. It's worth pointing out that even with that wicked deflection on the, on the slow motion replay, Turner almost got a paw to it, which would have been a, just an amazing save. But he didn't. 2-1 Canada. And it was the, it was the Schaffelberg show, really, since he'd come on for Canada. And, and so talking about the Ferreira uh, recovery speed that he'd just shown on that last sequence, I feel like he thought he was there again. Like that when, when Schaffelberg gets played in behind after, after we lose it, Ferreira starts chasing him down. And I feel like Ferreira thinks he's going to do it again. And he's like, all right, I've got this. You know, I still have the legs. And then very suddenly Schaffelberg th- put on his boosters. And that was like it. Ferreira was just like demoralized. and was just like, oh dear, uh, I'm nowhere close to this man. <laughs> and he didn't, he might've gotten close enough to foul him, which he absolutely should have done. He didn't have a yellow at the time. Like, and even if he did, it's a knockout game in the 107th minute. Uh, you've got, you got to like probably foul the guy. Uh, and I think he might've even tried to at the last second. And he, his angle was so miscalculated that he, that he couldn't even do the thing where you like the elementary school trick of kicking the guy's leg as he runs past you. Yeah. Shackleberg, he's, he's fast. He's a fast fella. I, uh, yeah. Apparently. I don't know. I didn't know who he was. But. <laughs> um, like, I, like I don't think this was the the, the first time that the Hazers kind of got ran past a little, like, like, like slightly. Well, 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 he got completely ran past it, in, in, in this moment. But there was an earlier, there was an earlier instance, like once he, once he moved back to midfield, where you know, pitch control not ideal in it. So then uh, Christian rolls on, rolled on, comes on for Reynolds, and we go three at the back. And we pretty much go into just, like, lump it up forward and hope for the best. And guess what? It worked. 114th minute. Uh, a Turner plays a long ball to Miazga, who's kind of hanging out on the left side of the box. Miazga nods it across. Jordan Morris, I, I must say, he sort of contributed here. He kind of helps the ball along by heading at it. And it trickles through to Busio, who comes in and swipes at it with his left foot. It's a kick save by Dane St. Clair. 
I, I know we don't like talking about finishing here. It's still not a very good finish from Busio, you know. But anyway, Dane St. Clair makes a kick save and it bounces off of his teammate and back into the net. I think it was uh, Scott Kennedy. Yeah, yeah. Well, Scott Kennedy. <laughs> Poor Scott. Well, Scott Kennedy. Did they, I haven't checked. Did they count that as an own goal? Yes. I don't agree with that. I think if you kick it hard enough, you should get credit for a, a pinballing. Yeah. That's a, but that's another discussion. I mean, usually I agree, but in, not in this case. I don't agree. I think this is a clear own goal. I think it Chris. needs to stay an own goal, Waki, again, sort of for the, for the aesthetic of this match. Like, that's, that's what this match deserved, <laughs> was this own point. goal uh, in this moment. <laughs> because yeah. it was so, I withdraw my protest. So ugly. Like, I, I, I am curious. I didn't see the replays that closely to see if, uh, if maybe there would have been a VAR shout if, uh, if we hadn't scored. If it went off somebody's hand, um, but either again, oh, yeah. this is a much better way to have to have had it happen. Uh, it all kind of came after a corner, I think, from earlier, and that's why Miazga and Long were up there. Uh, but we got we got the big trees up there and um, see what happens. And again, Matt Turner flexing a little bit with his distribution to hit a, hit that dime into the box. He could start taking our set pieces uh, from around the midfield area. We want mm. if we want to go that route. Uh, yeah, sort of perfect perfect ending. Yeah, and uh, my, my so so my best friend who we're going to see like had texted me after Canada scored, and he 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 wasn't he wasn't watching the game. Um, I like like I don't I don't I I do not know why, but for some reason he thought the game was over. Um, like like I don't know if he thought it was like a golden goal type situation or what. Probably, and I, yeah. I don't know what was going on, but he was like, "Oh no, you know, what I'm saying game's over." Uh, they lost, blah blah blah, and I and I texted him back. I was like, "No, nah, it's still got time, bro. Still got time." And uh, yeah, goal came like a minute after I sent that text. Nice. Thank you for thank you for your for keeping faith. Because imagine having to do this recap after losing to Canada. This has been. <laughs> yeah, it would have been some. It would have been some. Been having slog. to watch overtime yeah. slog. Having to watch, I go to a. Mexico Panama Gold Cup final or whatever. I mean, it might not be. It might be Jamaica Panama. I don't even know if I would have went to be honest. Like to the match. Yeah. It just at at that point, I don't know. Yeah. Okay, let's get to the penalties. I think we we kind of nailed the whole entry phase of them. First, Turner. He seems to be dis- disputing the coin flip. <laughs> I don't know if I've seen this before. Uh, that kind of threw a curveball. I don't know what his objection was. I don't almost don't even really care. I just like he was doing it. it. It seemed like Vittoria, Canada's captain, was like confused about the about the uh, how to operate a coin flip or how to proceed through a coin flip for a shootout. Uh, mm. And the referee seemed like not agitated, but demonstrative, trying to explain it and and what Vittoria's <laughs> choices were should they win or lose the coin flip. And Turner is like also trying to explain what's happening and what he wants. Anyway, it, Turner was not satisfied even at the end of it as a referee, you know. Went through it, walked away, satisfied with how it went. Turner was still very much uh, shaken. Well, you, yeah. you think about how little experience Canada has in knockout round games. Like, <laughs> when would Vittoria ever have to do a coin flip? You know, it's probably his first time. Uh, for sure. That's a good point. And then, so then the camera uh, follows the goalkeepers and referees up towards the goal, and we lose sight of what's happening at midfield now, which I think is important. Yeah. And as, like, as, 
just with the referees. I think Turner's starting to he does a power move, which is kind of goes with the rest of this. Puts his arm over the keeper, becomes mm. takes a dominant position here. Mm. Back at midfield, we have very smartly set up our our team lineup about 10, 15 yards inside the half. Very confidently. Canada has no choice but to match us at that point. Yeah, and so if you're not watching shootouts before, like everyone who's not taking the shot, you know, the goalkeeper's up all by himself by the goal. Everyone else stands side by side, usually at midfield, like on the midfield line outside of the center circle. And so as the, as the camera had followed the referee and the goalkeepers up towards the goal, suddenly you see the referee turn around, again, looking uh, a little bit annoyed, and he's, he's starting to gesture for the players to, to like, assume their spots on the actual midfield line. And he's getting absolutely no response from the players. It starts with he gives it a hard whistle blow. And from that whistle blow, the refusal to back up lasts, the refusal to back up lasts a minute and 45 seconds <laughs> of the, the lines kind of glaring at each other. Actually, we don't see much of our line. I'm kind of imagining them not even caring, just staring straight ahead because the decision is on Canada. Right. Because they're the one whose taker is stranded up there. They're between a rock and a hard place. Either they're going to have to back up first and be the beta of the kicks, mm. or they keep, keep icing their guy up there. They're in a no-win. It's a BJ Callahan masterclass, or Greg Berhalter. We don't know whose idea this was. Who knows we've had this, how long we've had this in the tank. I think it's Matty Dingers. I think this is Matty's idea. Uh, Vittoria, coincidentally, is the first shooter. So he, Turner had just had this back and forth. And, and while I said Turner was shaken, honestly, Turner was just more baffled and I think Vittoria might have been the one who was shaken by the whole coin flip experience. Uh, you know, again, maybe his first coin flip. You never know. Uh, it's hard to get the stats on coin flip participation yeah. in these matches. So you don't know. But Vittoria may have been a little bit shaken up by that. And so then now he's standing up there getting iced by, by again, our, all our players, I, I imagine, in their Superman poses, uh, hands on hips, chest up, chest out. And, and this, this, clearly, <laughs> this clearly had a, quite the effect. Yeah, he's stuck up there thinking about that coin flip, and he's, it's, he's toast. Eventually, Canada does have to, right. they do it. They back up first. Mm. A little bit slowly, a little bit of a strange, they, they back up, we go even slower. A very, very slow walk back. Field position. And, and we, we don't go all the way to the line, either. We stop about a yard short of it and hold our ground there for a beat or two longer before, before getting back on the line. And remember, Victoria is the player who took the penalty in regulation, too, and hit it down the middle. Uh, so he's sitting up there this whole time thinking about, what's Matt thinking? What am, you know, how's he going to handle my second penalty of the game? Uh, this is just fantastic <laughs> drama. And again, I get that this is our reserve team and it's hard to sell it. But Lord, like this is just fantastic entertainment. Yo, um, so, so, so once again, back to BJ Callahan, the football coach. Because if you're, if you're familiar with... Uh, Football extra points, where some teams might set up that little swinging gate, where, where, where you know they, they come out in that little swinging gate formation, like so, so, so it's basically just to get the team to to line up with them, and, and if they don't line up properly, then we're gonna go for that two point conversion. We're gonna throw it. We're, we're gonna just run that thing in the easy money because you're because you're not lined up. We we have you outnumbered, uh, like like four blockers to your like two people out here. Easy money. Easy money. So, so, so that's what BJ, BJ got that inspiration from that. He's like, look, we're going to set up the swinging gate. 
we gonna we gonna see if they come out here and line up and line up with this baby because if not then we just have a wall of people uh that 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 any canada penalty takers is gonna have to walk through um and and yeah yeah so so canada came out lined up and uh you know and then we just we just got into our regular extra point formation and and, and kicked it I think the wall of people also has some echoes to uh, to remember the Titans, where they where they send out their whole team as captains. If I have my if I have my tackle football movies correct, where they they all walk out together uh, for a coin toss. So again, you also have a bit of the coin toss element here. Uh, this is this this has just been BJ's tournament, hasn't it? Yeah, it has. here's his here's his quote on his thinking. He doesn't get into the strategy part of it. I think he's keeping that close to the vest. He says, "We view this as our home field." We wanted to own the field and own the shootout. By us taking an aggressive posture up front, we wanted yeah. to show we are confident and ready to execute. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. Mentality. Yeah, I mean, he's in there talking about field position. You know what I'm saying? He's, <laughs> he's, he's talking about the, the, the fact that he wanted. And, and, and also, okay, so, so with this quote, right? You take this quote and then you think about the fact that who, who are our first two penalty takers? Number one. Brandon Vasquez, number two, Cade Cal. This is this is part. Of, so in his last sentence, right, uh, taking an aggressive aggressive posture up front, we wanted to show we were confident and ready to execute. And so, who better to to lead your lead yourself off the bus, off the theoretical bus? Um, you know, we uh, this is a common thing in football. If you don't know, where you, you know they they say what a, a certain player looks like, the type of guy that that leads you off the bus. You know, usually your biggest. You know the 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 guys with the physique, the the guys that look good, the guys that are potentially intimidating. So the best jawlines, like you got to have best, a jawline for this, right? So he throws Brandon, Brandon Vasquez out there, Kate Cal. So uh, obviously, as we know, Brandon Vasquez sent that thing to to Mars. But but to go back to the original point from earlier, if you make a mistake, you want to make it. You want to make it hard. Fast and aggressive, and 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 look at that, and, and look at Brandon Vasquez. I wasn't no tame shot. I wasn't no tame shot. That probably took out a Guatemalan uh, in the in the stands, or, or, or so maybe it didn't, but because they had the flag up there to to catch to, it, yeah, to catch it, to get to get in the way, um, or like like or else it would have been it would have been something tragic. But but yeah, like 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 that whole thing was a statement of intent. That was a, that was a warning shot, like 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 that. That penalty was not meant to go in the goal. Yeah, it's not. It's not. A, it's not. It's not above BJ to have said, "Hey, I don't actually want you to make this. I want you to kick this ball so hard that it sends that message." We've got Matt Turner, so we've got one to play with. <laughs> we are pissed off that we had to come back to the halfway line. Uh, so just had to just had to let him know. Had to let him know there. But before Vasquez, we get Victoria, who's who's all like mm. a mess at this point mm. for sure. Mm. This is this is again. I, I want to stress. This is definitely not just variance working its way and in, in a goalkeeper advantage in his ability. This is all psychology. So so so, how, so 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 how's he set it up though? <laughs> how's he set it up though, Greg? Victoria or Turner? Yo, so like like uh, so so I'm talking like you, you know we we've done the we've done the 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 pre pin shenanigans. So as you know, we got Victoria waiting, waiting to line up and Matt Turner in goal. Um, like, like, how did you see it play out as far as like, like, like what Matt did also at that minute to, to, to further frazzle and already frazzled uh, Stephen Victoria? 
So Turner, all he has to do here is just stand there and and sort of like stare into Vittoria's soul because Vittoria's retreating, you know, inside his own head. Like he's he is sinking deep into the into the empty space, mm-hmm. and he's uh, not built for it. Yeah, he's not built for it, and so he he thinks he's just going to go with the safe thing that worked for him the last time, and it's and Turner's just like. You know, I don't know if Turner was certain that he was going to do that, but I think what Turner's saying is this will be maximally uh, devastating for Canada if he does go down the middle and I stay right in the middle of the goal and save this. There is nothing more devastating than that. Uh, so I think that's I think that was his calculus was that uh, if he goes to the side, that's fine. He'll they'll get their goal. But if they do go down the middle and I save this, that's it. It's curtains. Uh, and then Vasquez gets his free miss to really to really hammer it home. <laughs> Right. Uh, yes. Uh, so, now, so, so now that we've put this in the correct sequence, it all makes perfect sense. It all makes perfect sense. So, you know, you, you got. So we got. So, yeah, so we got Maddie, scripted Maddie the, Turner. The whole, through the whole first take. Right. They scripted all that. Right. Scripted, scripted it all. So, so you got the, the Maddie Turner thing. I'm going to stand here. I'm going to be confident. And, and also, um, y- y- you know, like, like I'm a. I'm going to put my body on the line here. I'm going to put my body on the line. I'm going to stand straight up as this, as this projectile ball is coming, coming straight towards me. Uh, we're not doing no flinching. We, we, we're, not, we're not doing nothing, man. Just pure safe. So, so, so that already is a, is, is, is a further crack. If, if, the, if the pre-pin shenanigans got us 50% there, uh, we're now 75. And then the Brandon Vasquez warning shot... Hundred percent. These dudes were yeah, done. He gets it. He, he These gets you to send the screamer into the stands, and we are off. We're we're soaring. Right. It was. It's impressive that we didn't tip our hand by actually like having our guys physically, vis- visually celebrate Vasquez's miss because they yeah. you know they were thinking it. They were like, "Here we go. We, we got him now. Perfectly done." <laughs> no, but 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 you, you know, uh, like as we saw uh, Matt Turner with the Superman pose. Jesus Ferrer with the Superman pose is like, yo, we're, we're following, uh, we're, 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 we, so we're following the plan set by our fearless leader, BJ. And, uh, you know, and, and the man that, that, you know, Brandon Vasquez had to be man enough to sacrifice himself for the team. And, and, and so he gets to be the unsung hero. So he is the one who everybody is, you know, mimicking his celebration because he's the one that made the greatest sacrifice in this whole exactly and he knows it's bigger than him right he's more than happy to do it so i don't know if we're going to go kick by kick but i actually think the only the only thing that screwed up our our absolute you know flawless master plan was was canada's miss at the end their last miss that sealed it i don't think that was part of it i think i think bj had it scripted out where matt miazga was going to come in and be the fifth shooter and really like, <laughs> like seal it because I mean you can already picture the kind of reaction Miasco would pull out uh, mm. to win the game. Like it wouldn't be like everyone running away. Like it would be, it would be some kind of it would be some kind of demonstration of national superiority over over our northern neighbors. Yeah, yeah. like like everybody just running to the goal and surrounding Dane St. Clair. Uh, he can't even walk away in shame. It's just <laughs> that's not you gonna stay right here, buddy. I like our version of what happened there. <laughs> it was it was beautiful to see. It's, uh, and and uh, also it's another thing. Uh like 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 for 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 me, like I could tell that that he put 
Brandon and Cade up there for intimidation purposes just because you see John Lucas penalty. And that thing's just <laughs> pure top bends, like no problem, no worries, no sweat, nothing, nothing. So, so you, you know, John Luca is the proper, if we're doing this by penalty acumen, like, like he's number one. You know what I'm saying? But but because BJ, uh, maybe he got caught up a little bit in the, in the emotion and everything in the moment. And, 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 you know, when you got John Herman on the sideline, it's, it's easy to do that. It's easy to do that. Um, so, yeah, he just, he just said, hey, I'm going to put my two big hosses up, up, you know, one, two, one, two. It was a nice pinch from K, by the way. Nice pinch from K. Uh, Turner had a good sprint after his second save to get the ball. Oh, yeah. Runs the stance. Also, he kind of picks it up and flings it back in one motion and high fives someone in the, in the stance. All in one motion. Turner's having a blast. Matt Turner loves the gold cup. So if you're ever saying like, we don't need the gold cup, like wrong. The gold cup is just the Matt Turner cup at this point. Sure. What, yeah. what do we think? What did you guys make of Ferreira's pose and smile? Where, where, do, where do you all stand on the smile during the Superman pose? Because I feel like Vasquez doesn't usually do that. Or does he, does he, does he flash a little bit of a, you see his teeth when he, it's, when he it's, 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 it's. So, so his smile is like if he was a villain while doing the Superman pose. Jesus is more like, you know, if he was a hero while doing the Superman pose and, and specifically in like a, uh, in like a cartoon Superman, not, not, not like one of the, one of the dark, uh, DC films, yeah. you know? Yeah. There's nothing it's, gritty. There was nothing gritty about Jesus's pose. N- nothing gritty. Just a, just a common superhero here to save the day in, in 30 minutes, uh, an episode or whatever, you know? Uh, beautiful to see beautiful to see uh, so also Bells if we can get the uh, can, it says, can we get that BJ clip mm-hmm. what did you see from your team especially when you're down with five minutes left yeah I, I see them look at each other it's it, uh, in our camp we talk about responding instead of reacting so we immediately got ourselves lined up and everyone was talking about how we're going to go after the goal and get it and, and again, these are the moments, these are the high stakes, high impact games that we're looking to play because they test the character of the group. And tonight we showed up. I mean, you talk about a football coach. Yeah. You talk about a football coach. So, so first of all, to, to the, the first and probably the, the most important thing is the, is the fact that he, he has this uh, he has this saying just lined up um, that, that BJ and his staff and the entire team probably say like conservatively like like 30 40 times a day 30 40 times a day in in practice uh pregame speeches uh walkthroughs everything like guys respond not react respond not react like 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 um if you play well why don't you, i would say probably most sports but 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 it's it's biggest in football it's biggest in football where like every uh every year i play college football we had a different. We had a different slogan. We had a different slogan. Uh, one, one year it was it was one O N E only now exists. Um, another year it was just all in. And 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 yeah, this is something that gets just uh, constantly repeated in the facility, in the weight room, practice field, walkthroughs, video sessions, all that to like 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 to the point of parody. You're wearing it on your shirt, right? It's on your it's on your training shirts. Wearing it on the back of your shirts when when you go to the weight room whatever it it also might be plastered up in the weight room plastered up in the locker room you might you might hit it as you're walking out the door or whatever you know what i'm saying like i remember 
Uh, yeah. I, like I remember one time it was uh, getting crunch time of a, of a game and my, my, my center, my center, uh, John Smith. Um, big shout out John Smith that's my yeah that's my boy but like uh, something was going on Uh, it was it was crunch time of a of a game I think we're doing like a two minute drive to to win or whatever everybody's kind of tired a little bit he looks he looks around both sides of the line guys all in all in yeah you know it's just one of those mantras like like it 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 probably happened you know as BJ talked about as the team uh, gets lined up Lined up. I mean, the fact that he even mentioned lined up, like, like when have you heard a soccer coach ever say? <laughs> Never. <Not laughs> I once. mean, that's the most, yeah. the most football afraid. He all, all but said we won the battle in the trenches. <laughs> right, right. Like, <laughs> can, I just, can I just say that for for as big as like uh, Ted Lasso became uh, for the fo- soccer football crossover phenomenon, like, there's really nothing about Ted Lasso that screams football coach, Bro. tackle football coach. Like, BJ, is, this is. This is the, the actual plot of the show is BJ Callahan coaching the soccer team. Right. I like, like, like I, I have not seen an episode of Ted Lasso, but, but I've talked about this with uh, MCB on the discord and, and, and that's also his biggest, his biggest issue is like, he, he's not football. Like, like a, a football coach getting stuck in England and coaching soccer is just not carrying on the way that Ted Lasso's carrying on. He, <laughs> Ted, he's just not. Ted Lasso, would, the character would actually be just as out of place coaching a football team as he is coaching a soccer team. BJ would be right, right at home. Right at home. In the, right. In the Big 12. <laughs> For sure. For sure. Do we um, know if, if BJ ever actually did play <laughs> tackle football? There is zero evidence he did okay. that I'm aware of. It's 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 quite interesting because the whole aesthetic, the the way he talks, the way he delivers the lines, the the way he claps, as Waki said. So so like when you're taking this quote of what BJ just said, and then thinking back to what Waki said about him clapping, like that's just some, yeah. Like like if he if he gets scored on and the and the coach still feels good, he's gonna clap you to the bench. Like hey, we're gonna make some adjustments. We're gonna get back out there and got him yeah. lined up. And, uh, yeah, I also talked about how much he loved competing, uh, after that and how much, uh, this experience is going to shape the, shape the young men, the character, that, that are part the character, the mm-hmm. character. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Hey, hey, say, hey, man, that's my coach right there, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, we won and we play Panama on Wednesday night, uh, in the semifinal. It'll be an interesting match. And, um, you know, thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll see you.